All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Gimmick Tables and Gig Jobs. I'm Nate. I'm Serena. And Alex isn't with us today. Mm-hmm. I like how when we say her name now, it almost comes across mm-hmm. as a question, even if she's not here. It's Alex? like, and Alex? She's like, she's going to say something, <laughs> but in fact, we're just like, she's not here. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed the um, Blood and Guts and Bitch Boys episode. That was, I mean, still to this day, might go down as one of my favorites. I don't know. what. what, what looking back on it now, a week, almost, well, half, short of a week, half, out from Blood and Guts. How are you still feeling about it? Uh, I mean... It was uh, certainly crazy. It definitely, I mean, definitely was. There, there have been some things come to light that I found out about this week that I would like to touch on about it first. You and see a lot of gruesome pictures after the match of you know Sammy and his poor shoulder. Oh God, <laughs> <coughs> that was fuck. The the pictures were fucking brutal. Yeah. <coughs> One of my favorites. So I don't know if you've seen it. With Sean Spears, with Cash on one side, Dax on the other side, backstage after the match, both Cash and uh, Cash and Dax had bottles of tequila, and Sean was in the middle holding a bottle of Jack. I was like, "Well, so yeah." <clears throat> I'm from what I've understood, the podcast is called Gimmick Tables and Gig Jobs. For those of you that doesn't know what a gig job is, might be known to you as a stick and twist. Poke into I, I don't know. It's a fucking razor blade in your hand that you stick in your forehead so you bleed. Okay? I know. Kayfabe. Whatever. It's 2021, folks. If you don't watch Being the Elite, you don't know the inner works into the wrestling industry, just give the fuck up while you're ahead. <laughs> but it's in the title of the podcast, so we have to talk about it. Um, I'm not going to talk about the one gig job because it was very obvious yeah. if if you guys go back and watch it i'm sure you'll see it um the one that got me the most was when i found out that a lot of those guys were busted open the hard way which means you either physically got popped in the fucking forehead hard enough to bleed or you got hit with something and that shit split you open so okay. that being said damn that being said, I'm slowly starting to wonder if Maxwell actually got stabbed in the head with a fucking fork. Mm. Which, by the way, I must say was probably one of my favorite spots during that whole match. That I didn't, I didn't bring that up last <laughs> week, but that was or on Wednesday, but that was my favorite spot, the fucking fork. And then to see Santana's Instagram post of him licking the fork after doing it and going, "I told y'all we was coming to eat." That fucking got me. I. 
I absolutely adored every second of that. Um, but yeah, that tastes like salt of the earth blood. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was very salty. And spray tan. <laughs> oh God. Can you imagine the taste of blood, salt, and spray tan? Mm. <laughs> That's going to be the next pay-per-view. It's going to be a fork match between Santana and MJF. It's going to be the next special event, and it's going to be salt, blood, and fucking spray tan. But yeah, it was... Yeah, being this far from, far removed from it, it was definitely, definitely a killer match. Um, it was like a free pay-per-view. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing I did find out, though, which, I mean, props to Tony Khan for handling it the way he did, but everything that we watched outside of the Kenny and Orange Cassidy bit towards the end, the promo, yeah. I, well, I would call it a promo, but Orange Cassidy didn't say anything. <laughs> He's just that cool I, I, I call it a bit, but it's not BTE. Nope. <laughs> what, what the fuck was that? <laughs> exactly. Um, but all of the other things were pre-taped. Really? Uh, actually, the audience had to watch it on the Titan Tron. Oh. So everything else that we've seen was pre-taped, and the people that paid to go to Blood and Guts had to watch all of those matches on the Titan Tron and just wait for all of that to be over for the Blood and Guts match. Oh. Tony came out at the beginning of it, announced it to everybody, let them know, and told them, you know, if you're not happy with this, we'll give you a refund. I thought there was actual people watching live. Uh, well, the sounds that you heard from the matches that we were watching on television, mm -hmm. that was the actual live crowd. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, and I think... From what I understand, only five people asked for a refund. No, no. And Tony even told him, he's like, you guys don't like it? You know, you can get a refund. Whatever. Was cool about yeah. And he, I mean, he came out at the very beginning. So that way, like, you're not sitting there. If you don't like that, you're not sitting there wasting your time the whole fucking night. You know, you just get your refund. You're waiting to see. There's nothing. <laughs> you know, pissed off if I, I would have been if I would have showed up, sat there, and they were like, yeah, this is what's happening. And I'm like, uh, had they not said anything, and I'm just like, so we're going to watch the first match on the Titantron? And then I'm like, no, man, I wanted to watch Cody beat the shit out of QT live. Like, but I guess everybody was fairly cool about it. Um, reports have shown, and I know me and you talked about this yesterday, that there were quite a few Impact wrestlers apparently upset. With the fact that Michael Nakazawa came out with the titles. Kenny wasn't holding them. Hall of Famer posted about it. Yeah, a Hall of Famer posted about it, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and put out names and shit, because he even said when he talked to me, he's like, I'm not gonna say any names. So I'm not gonna say any names, but he You know you know. Yeah. You need to listen to more wrestling stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, he said that he got a lot of people that liked the tweet and then text him on the side about how disrespectful they found it or however they felt about it, whatever way they felt about it. But yeah, that's, that's for other shows and other people to discuss. I just figured I'd throw that out there, but, uh, so we're removed from blood and guts. 
had some matches announced, I do believe, that we'll get to. Uh, I'm at this point we talk about it so much when we do this the impatience that we have and waiting for it and I feel like I need to touch on it yeah so for those of you who don't know the bullet club was formed in like 20 2013 maybe Carl uh, Anderson Tamatanga Bad Luck Fale the underboss and Prince Devitt known as Finn Balor in NXT okay 2013 um, formed the Bullet Club soon to follow were the Young Bucks and uh, the likes of Doc Gallows, uh, the Tokyo Pimp, Yujiro Takahashi, um, I mean, AJ Styles, Kenny Omega, Chase Owens, Hangman, Adam Page, Cody Rhodes. Why do I feel like I'm forgetting someone? I'm probably forgetting a lot of people. The Bone Soldier. Like, there's been a yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> Currently, I mean, we have like, as well as everybody in the Kenta. Kenta is a member of the Bullet Club. Uh, Al Fantasmo, currently a member of the Bullet Club, who just debuted in Impact Wrestling. Um, so the constant feud between John Moxley and Kenny Omega kind of for us hit the breaking point when the Bullet Club name was being thrown around by Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. And the tweet... The tweet. <laughs> the tweet that hear it on our podcast is stirred up a lot of shit because it's like every week now. It's like, is it gonna <laughs> fucking happen? Um every time Kenny's over like <laughs> Yeah, and you're the one that showed me the tweet. Yeah. Um Tomatonga tweeted John Moxley and said it looks like you could use some help yep. and used the opening clip of him and Tonga Loa's uh Gorillas of Destiny intro video. Oh my god. So I'm just like, dude, okay. Ever and since I saw that, I've been on edge. Yeah. Well, you don't like edge. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Now I'm just like, when is it going to happen? Like, is, is it going to, it's got to happen. It has to happen. Freaking trailer clip, though. I was like, wait, but I still not over us looking at each other so quick. I did. We like literally sat here when they did the, the horn. Yeah. That week, when they fucking ran into the Elite trailer, we literally sat here, stared at each other for a solid minute, like, is it happening? It's, it's, it's happening. <laughs> oh my god, it's happening now. And then, of course, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But it was still cool, though, because it was Part of me, be mad, but I'm still like, oh. Part of me at this point feels like there's little seeds being planted, because Kenta shows up in AEW. Pretty much well told Kenny Omega, fuck off. Actually, he did tell Kenny Omega to fuck off. And then now we have El Fantasmo yeah. in Impact. It's, it's got to happen. It's got to happen. Why would you tweet? It's got to happen. Vance McCam, it's got to happen. It's such good shit. It's got to happen. Thank you, Vance. But, yeah, it's 
I don't know. I don't know. It's got to happen eventually. And the day it does, we're all going to be... <laughs> oh, my God. My God. There's a, there's, a, there's a shelf in here with wrestling figures and shit on it. Like You're right by it. I'm scared that the day it happens, I'm going to jump out of my seat and fall into the shelf. She'd be like, oh, my God, they're here, and then fall. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Um, that's still something that we're impatiently waiting for. But, you know, when it happens, it happens. If it doesn't happen here, I'm sure it will probably happen in New Japan. There's another tweet, too, by Tom that said, I heard you were coming for me, Carlin. I am waiting. And I was like, oh, Mm-hmm. Carl. Carl. <laughs> Step up to the plate. And Carl Anderson replied with target emojis. Oh. Well. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um. That being said, uh, Real quick, give you guys the uh, rundown for what went down on Impact Wrestling um, this last week on May 6th. Uh, once again, mm-hmm. it is a good show. I mean, El Phantasmo fucking showed up. Who doesn't want to see that? But, uh, yeah, the uh, it kicked off with a number one contender qualifying match. Um, to see who was going forward to face Kenny Omega at, I believe, the next paper. No, not the next pay-per-view, because the next pay-per-view is going to be under siege, if I remember correctly. Yes, the next Impact pay-per-view will be an Impact Plus pay-per-view. I, I, I believe it's an Impact Plus pay-per-view. Um, under siege, but basically we had the uh, qualifying matches uh, between Moose and James Storm, which I'm I'm a big fan of both Moose and James Storm. I've watched them for a very long time. Um, But yeah, we had that. Violent by Designs, Rhino went one-on-one with Chris Sabin, and Trey Miguel went at it with Rohit Raju, and my God, what a match that was. And uh, we will get to that as soon as we come back. And we're back. Um. Yeah, like we said before, um, kicking off was, uh, not kicking it off, but we had uh, the remainder of the qualifying matches to see who will be facing um, the rest of the qualifying matches to see who will be facing the rest of the qualifiers mm-hmm. at Under Siege to be the number one contender for Kenny Omega's title. Goddamn impact. <laughs> you just made me say a fucking mouthful. 
I was going to say I could try and repeat that again, but I'm not going to. I don't want to. Maybe we should put notes up on the Instagram later and just be like, if you were confused by what he said, now you can read it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> yes, uh, two former world champions um, kicked it off in a number one con- – er, um, nope. Nope. I almost tried to say it again. No. <laughs> okay, here's what happened. Chris Sabin faced Rhino. Um, both being th- uh, former world champions, um, they went at it t- to become a qualifier. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Chris Sabin was on top of his game. I mean, usually is. You, you rarely ever catch him off of his game. Uh, but I mean, of course, there was some outside interference, uh, from, of course, violent by design, but, uh, basically at the end of the day, Chris Saban picked up the win. Um, he beat Rhino via pinfall. Uh, I'm not going to say it was a great match. You want to see a great match? want to see a great match go watch kenny omega versus okada Mm. that's some great shit um but moving on brian myers apparently was backstage boohooing well he was not apparently but he was backstage boohooing about losing to matt cardona last week and then found himself in a situation against rosemary so uh Apparently, we are going to be getting, um, well, we'll get to the matches for Under Siege at the end of this. Um, but yeah, he had a run-in with Rosemary, and some spooky shit went down backstage. But of course, whenever Rosemary's involved, it's always gotta be some spooky shit. Um, following that up, uh... We had Susan with uh, Kimberly versus Taylor Wilde, the returning Taylor Wilde. Uh, good match, good match. Um, Taylor Wilde did pick up the win via pinfall. Um, one of my favorite things about Impact Wrestling is the fact that we don't constantly have surprise roll-ups. Um, yeah. There's not always a disqualification. There's not always a surprise roll-up, which is why we don't... <laughs> what? Which is why we don't cover WWE. Mm. Um, yeah, I have no desire to sit here and talk about surprise roll-ups or, you know, DQs or things of that nature. So, that could be why. That might be why I fired Brad. <laughs> Maybe that's what's so bad. Who knows, Serena? Today, one of us could get fired. Yeah, one of us might get fired. Is that why Alex isn't here? Oh, no. Did she get one of those phone calls? Oh, God, no. Oh, man. We got a lot to figure out before next week's show. Um. (laughs) So, in the next, uh, qualifying match for under siege um we had 
um, Rohit Raju versus um, Trey Miguel, one of my personal favorites in Impact. I love Trey Miguel. I love this this viciousness that's come out of him after returning. Um, it it's never a bad match when Trey or Rohit are in the ring. They are both such talented individuals. I mean, for the love of God, they sat there trading fucking, like, arm locks and shit like that. And for, oh, God, I don't even know how long that shit went on. It was, it was amazing. It was an amazing match. Um, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Trey Miguel de- uh, defeated Rohit by submission. So that honestly, the capabilities of the two of them are... The capabilities of Trey Miguel alone are insane. And the capability, like the level... What's the... What am I looking for here? The level of talent between the two of those men in the ring together is just mind-blowing. Like, this this is very impressive shit. Um, Then we moved on to Doc Gallows, um, of course, with Kenny Omega and Carl Anderson. Helicopter for the boys! Helicopter for the boys! Helicopter for the boys. Watch BT. Um, and of course, the invisible fucking hand Don Callis versus Juice Robinson and David Finley. Or David, with David Finley, not and David Finley. Um, I mean, Juice Robinson also... And this is where, like, Impact is starting to have... They have a stacked roster of really talented people. Um, And now to bring in Juice Robinson and David Finley from New Japan. It's amazing. Um, Doc Gallows picked up the win. Um, And, of course, you know, they all had to get in the ring, jump Finn Juice. Eddie Edwards had to come out, get involved. Um... And that is all leading up to a match, which we will get to. Um, And then there was my favorite match of the entire night that I was extremely excited to see. BSK versus El Phantasmo. El Phantasmo's debut in Impact was... I loved it. I'm a big Bullet Club fan too, though. So, um, BSK looked great throughout the entire match. Um, and I mean, I don't know what anybody expected, but yes, El Fantasmo did pick up the win. Um, but yes, BSK looked great. Uh, can't take anything away from him in that match. It's an amazing match. Um, Kira Hogan then faced Rachel Ellering. Of course, Tasha Steele's at ringside with Kira and. Um, Jordan Grace with Rachel Ellering. Um, Rachel Ellering defeated Kara Hogan uh, via pinfall. Um, it was a good match. Once again, I'm gonna constantly say that as long as as long as there's good talented wrestlers in the ring, and they're just fucking wrestling, I'll always say it's a good match because it was a good match. Moose versus James Storm. Also, a great match. Stellar match. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, 
Moose picked up the win. I've already told you where I foresee this going. I think Kenny's just going to lose all of his belts, hit rock bottom, and then rise back to the top, go to New Japan, maybe beat Will Ospreay, come back, and then just start making his rounds. Who knows? Maybe he'll even take Roman Reigns' fucking title from him. Oh, God. Wouldn't that be some shit? Mr. Head of the Table, acknowledge me. Loses to Kenny Omega. Be great. And then it all ends up surrounding the fact that fucking Vince McMahon actually owns AEW and it's been a conspiracy theory the entire time. That's not going to happen. I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. It'd be fucked if it did, but it's probably not. But uh, that being said, the match card for Under Siege, which will be taking place, uh, I do believe, next Saturday, um, May 15th. Um, we got Brian Myers versus Black Tarus, which was the creepy moment where he uh, met Rosemary backstage. We will have W. Morrissey versus Willie Mack, also at Under Siege. Uh, w. Morrissey being Big Cass, if you're not familiar with whom he came back as. Um, we will also have the six-way number one contender match, which will feature Chris Sabian, uh, Chris Bay, Matt Cardona, Trey Miguel, Sammy Callahan, and Moose. So that's going to be a great match. And then we will also have the six-man tag match of Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers facing Eddie Edwards and Finn Juice. So, yes. That's going to be... That's going to be great. And uh, following that, we will get into what will be going down next week on Dynamite. All right. It is that time. Um, went through Impact, went through Under Siege. I think we might have skipped matches for next week on Impact. Probably. But that's okay. Don't just leave it up to us. We're here to discuss it and break it down with you guys. <laughs> Go fucking watch it! No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to knock that off. Uh, that being said, we are getting into next week for Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling. Uh, <laughs> Once again, go watch so it confused. for Dynamite. Um, of course, the match that I am very much looking forward to, given the fact that I have one of those pretty motherfuckers right over here sitting next to me. Um, John Moxley versus Yuji Nagata for the U.S. Heavyweight Championship, the IWGP. That's going to be great. Greatly looking forward to it. It's a very prestigious title. I mean, in the short amount of time that it's been in existence, guys like Jay White, Kenny Omega, John Moxley, like quite a few people have held that title belt. Um, the one match that's probably going to break my heart the most, the Young Bucks versus SCU. Whoa. I mean, 
I don't know. How do you think it's going to go? Well, the young bush that kept winning. So, I mean, if they win, we all know what's going to happen. But... I don't know how I want it to go, but... Who knows? Maybe they'll all be away, but like you said, Kenny's going to lose his belt. What about the young bucks? Remember, means the most of them. I don't know. The only thing I'm going to say, I'm just going to leave this match off with a very firm... Thank you, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, regardless of the outcome of next week. Thank you for everything you guys have done as SCU. And we'll leave it with a firm SCU. SCU. <laughs> Fucking number one contender match. See who's going to face Kenny. Orange Cassidy and Pac. This isn't the first time these wait, two. Wait, 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 wait. Orange who? <laughs> Helicopter for the boys. <laughs> oh, Orange Cassidy versus Pac. I don't think this is the first time the two of them have been in the ring together. If I remember correctly, I do believe they faced before. I don't know. Hit us up on our Instagram and let us know. I'm pretty sure they've had a match before. But uh, that's going to be interesting. I can't wait to see... I can't wait to see how that goes. I know. Because, <laughs> I mean, good lord. I I feel like Pac's going to win. I think he's been in the ring with Kenny before. Like, oh, yes, he has. Yeah. I just want to see Orange Cassidy dethrone Kenny. That would be amazing when he comes out and he doesn't say anything with his belt. Your AEW World Heavyweight Champion, Orange fucking Cassidy. <laughs> How insane would that be? Like, my God. I thought maybe only in our Fig Fed dreams. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what a Fig Fed is, well, go listen to the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. See, that's the thing about us. We have a podcast where I promote other podcasts for free because I enjoy listening to them. <laughs> but, We're doing one. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we, I just, I don't know how this is going to go. I honestly don't know if I'm going to be disappointed if Pac wins, because I would love to see Kenny Omega and Pac again for the title. I would love to see Pac fucking beat him for the title. Yeah. But I know it's not going to happen. But Orange fucking Cassidy. I wish everybody could see my reaction last week when they said it was Orange Cassidy. I jumped out of my seat and was like, what? You're, you're fucking... <laughs> Our special guest, Pat. Oh, God. Pat the Parrot. Hello, Pat. Hello, Pat. Hello, Pat. Hello, Pat. But yes. Um, and no, I did not kill the bird. He's excited for it. She's I know. <laughs> She wanted a cracker for the freshly squeezed. Your freshly squeezed heavyweight champion, Orange Cassidy. And then... See, this is where I get a little fucked up about next week. Because you win. If SCU, Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels lose, SCU's done. 
I don't want to see SCU break up. The fans don't want to see SCU break up, I'm sure. But I don't think the Bucks title reigns over yet, so fuck me. And then after being thrown down the steps at Blood and Guts, we have Darby Allen versus Miro for the TNT title. Again. <laughs> Defending it again. Well, I mean, <laughs> my, Cody defended it every week. Well. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm, I, I ain't going to dog on him for doing it every week. Once again, everybody knows my feelings. Actually, have I voiced them on here before? I do believe I have. Darby don't need a belt. Darby don't need to be on TV every week. Because he's just that guy. He's he's that guy. He's that dude that... When that motherfucker shows up, it needs to be like, oh shit, Darby's here. Like when yeah. he came out with the fucking jacket covered in thumbtacks. That was awesome. Also, I don't know if Darby's reign's over yet. Yeah. So, Miro? Like, they kind of spoiled that. Like, who's gonna in be a previous post that it was gonna be Miro though? Yeah, elusive dick. Every day is Darby, Darby day. day. Uh, I think we do. <laughs> Real fast. Um, but yeah. So with Sting. With Sting. Is he okay? <laughs> is this where Kip and is this where Kip and Miro are gonna like make up? I mean Kip's gonna be like, Sting came out with Darby. I gotta go save Miro. You gotta save Miro. Dude. <laughs> that dude's scary as shit, man. But uh <laughs> I don't know if you can scare Sting because Sting is always uncertain. Because the one, one thing, thing that is very Sting. certain about Sting is that nothing is for certain about Sting. <laughs> um, we also have a announcement this coming Wednesday um, from Cody Rhodes about Double or Nothing. Hmm. So, which keep in mind, May 30th, Double or Nothing... It's a fucking pay-per-view, so we will probably be doing a recap afterwards. So, get ready. Get ready for the fuckery and the shenanigans of our post-pay-per-view recaps. Um, and then, of course, we still have to come at Double or Nothing as well. Um, Karushida versus Dr. Britt Baker for the title. With Rebel, not Reba. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Rebel, not Reba, to hit Britt Baker with that clutch. Is it a is is it a heel turn? Really? I, mean, I, I just said a turn. Like, hey, if, you know what partners look nice. If a heel with a crutch hits another heel with said crutch, hmm. what does that mean? I don't know. Maybe we'll discuss that in our soon forthcoming conspiracy yeah. theory podcast. Is it like the same with Shane, Wardlow, and MJF? Yes. Yeah, I feel so addicted to 
baby face if you do that to a dad. He'd be a big ass baby face in every sense of the term. And this is what I mean. They don't need Wardlow to build MJF. And I don't know why they think MJF will in turn build Wardlow because it's like. It's like Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. I feel like Wardlow might eat a motherfucker for breakfast. Just saying. But that being said, I will leave you guys with this statement. Stop buying all the goddamn AEW Unrivaled figures and marking them up at fucking ridiculous prices, please. Thank you. We're trying to build collections here, people. For this week on the Gimmick Tables and Gig Jobs podcast, I'm Nate. I'm Serena. And Alex wasn't here. Mm. So maybe next week, if you guys are nice, maybe we'll bring Alex back. Or maybe she got fired. We don't know. We still haven't figured that out. I'm going to call her after this and figure out if she got fired. Yeah. I know Brad's still fired, mm. which is why he didn't get to come over until after the podcast. He does. He does. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hang on, guys. Hang on, guys. You didn't get fired? Oh, thank God. No? Oh, thank God. We were just explaining to the listeners that we didn't know if you got the one of those uh, phone calls like some of those people from uh, New York got. No, not today. Okay, thank okay. God. We're good. Can we have it confirmed? She's okay. She's not fired. She hasn't been released. She didn't get her belongings in a trash bag, but we're not going to keep bringing that shit up. So. <laughs> Damn, we made it at the end. We'll have to do this again. I'm Nate. I'm Serena. Alright guys, we'll talk to you next week.